Yeah, they call me Walgreens. Walgreens. No, no, I have just, to, something to do with sunflower seeds. I just love guinea pigs. Yeah, I don't. Guinea pigs, sorry, sorry. Oh yeah, oh, guinea pigs. Yeah, and you know what? I don't take. You know, I I just correct people with the hamster thing, but I don't really take offense because I, I I get it. You it's know, gu uh, guinea pigs. So. That yeah. could be educational, but when people right. use the word guinea pig. Like, uh, when, when they say, oh, the government's using us as guinea pigs, I get pissed off. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say the government uses us as hamsters, so. There you go. I mean. It's a wheel that we're just running in. It's a hamster wheel. You know, yeah. You know, I, I don't like animal um, words, really. But if people said hamster, that would be... I wouldn't mind that because that's different. It's like no one ever says that. So until it becomes a thing, right, then I'll... Right, is not using us as hamsters. Yeah, that, yeah they're not getting... That we know of. Why can't people just say... I mean, we know they're using us, though. Why? For something. Why do people... They, people love hamsters a lot more, it seems like. I don't know what what the deal is. Hamsters are a lot more vicious. They're, they're small. They're and, smaller. Yeah, they have that huh. little person syndrome, so they're small. Oh, I see. But they, they will... Viciously bite you a lot more than guinea pig. I've been bit huh. by hamsters and never by guinea pigs, so I, I'm gonna say you're right. I have a lot of friends that are like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that are guinea guinea pigs. Yeah, they they bite you and stuff. Bite easily. My favorite friends are guinea pigs. Yeah, you know, I've had. Like, I don't know. You've got to take what you can get. I've had 15 of them. 15 friends. Guinea pigs. Oh, guinea pigs. I, I don't know about friends. <laughs> oh, I see. How, how is everyone with friends here? <laughs> you have more friends than you can count on your fingers. But guinea pigs, you can uh, pigs, you can yeah. have lots. You can have a lot of them. How are how are you with in the music business? How are you with friends? I know I, I I'm into the hip hop scene a lot, and they they mm -hmm. say a lot of uh, f friends. We only know friends. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't ask uh, you know other musicians that kind of stuff. How how are you with friends? Is that pretty good? We went to a party yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, with friends played and so played music. music. And uh, people who had uh, had vaccinations, and uh, it was pretty. It, it was, was a vaccination groovy. party. You know, well, it was a, like huh? we're all vaccinated, so we can have a party party. But uh -huh. Alan and I met playing music like out at a bluegrass jam many many years ago. Out in Martinez. We would always huh. make sure that we um, played a few songs together, and then went out back and, and burned one. There you go. That was the nature of our friendship, and then here yeah. we are, you know, ten years later. Still burning them. I don't know. Ten years later, and now we're doing edibles. We're not, doing that. We're not doing that anymore. That's right. <laughs> you got any? Edibles? No, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um See, I, I love to eat, so they'd be all gone. Oh, okay, they'd be gone by now. All right, well. Beers are filling, so I, I, I don't, yeah, there's plenty left over. <laughs> I like the pie that you brought. That's pretty good. Yeah, you like my pie? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was, no, it was super good. It went really well with pickles. Pickles yeah. and pie, that's the on the menu here today. There's an interesting food aesthetic going on here at Mutiny Radio. So there was pickles and pie offered, and we went like right next door and got this fabulous coffee that they're roasting right there. But there's also a sign that says, please don't eat sunflower seeds at Mutiny Radio. So there are rules. And no alcohol. Rules regarding what you can ingest here. There's, there's yeah. a lot of no alcohol signs, and then the first thing that happened when we came in is they offered us a beer. So Okay. Uh, um, but I don't know. For, okay, for maybe me, I'm throwing them under the, the bus there. Radio. 
<laughs> well, it wasn't real a real beer. It was some... Yeah, these are uh, did, 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 Oh, duels. Oh, or uh, Those are oh, duels. So yeah, yeah, it's groovy. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I don't okay. say who. It's okay. just this homeless guy outside offers the beer. Well, the the thing is, just I think it's all about respect. I guess, you know, certain people disrespect, and then you got to make certain rules. Yeah, because someone's got to say something, because, and it's got to be in writing. It's usually me, because I raised a bunch of kids, so I just stomp in there. I could, I could see that. <laughs> oh, ouch! I, I could see that, and you guys—you you two aren't from the south. Or, or, or you, you, you no, uh, I'm from here in California. I was born in Davis, but I did live in Nebraska for a while, and I kind of got into country music in Nebraska. Oh. But uh, and you're from Pacifica, but Maine, Maine, Maine oh, and, but you also Maine. lived. Hope also lived in um, Pacifica. Yeah, for, I grew up here in the Bay Area. And I lived in Maine, Maine okay. For years and years and years, and that's still like the, the hub of my music. Crabs and lobsters. Yeah, and as far as friends go, we have uh, Martinez. You know, we have a lot of friends in Martinez to play music. It's kind of a there's a thing called the Martinez Music Mafia, and it's just all, all these musician types there in Martinez, and uh, we've played on their um, podcast show, and uh, sometimes they have live shows, and so yeah. and we just played at Rocks on Main in Martinez. So yeah, we're, I, I, we're big on the little towns. I've been out with. Uh, yeah, actually, I had an experience with a, a woman from Maine. Oh, uh oh, uh huh. See there. Experience. It's the mid. It's the Midwest women that you have to watch out for. But Maine, I, that's not really Midwest, well, is it? Well, the joke in Maine would go something like, um, "How can you tell the difference between a moose and a Maine woman? Flannel shirt. Flannel shirt. That does it, huh? It's kind of sexist and stuff, but like if you live there long enough, you realize why that's a joke. That's true, huh? That's hot. Yeah, those, those people are rugged. Way more rugged than we are. We'd be dead on the ice. So, I've gotten uh, getting some people listening. Awesome. Oh. And, and they uh, they want to know who's all in here again. And that, okay. that's good. We, yeah. we got uh, Priya Gayadine. Hi. How's everybody doing? Comedian. And Hope Savage. Well, it's a whole band. Well, Alan Bond, but it's a Savage Bond. Yeah, that's we're, right. we're a duo, Savage Bond. I, I'm Hope Savage, and that's Alan Bond. It's uh, So, Hope, you mentioned something that I uh, feel like we, we we need to leave open questions for the room here. Mm -hmm. Um so sexism. You said something. You said it's oh, kind of sexist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it totally is. No, no, we're not. You go to Maine no, and like no, these women are like dressed pretty much like men, and they're big and rugged and with lots of muscles. <laughs> you said. <laughs> no. well, you you said joke. So, uh, uh, great, we got Priya here. Um, <laughs> oh, am I getting in trouble for telling? So, you? so you <laughs> might hear this joke anywhere. Might get some. Might get some stage time there. Ooh. For, uh, yeah. When I like that. Mm -hmm. she's, she's right there. She's, she's putting it on her phone. She's, yeah, she's, I actually wrote a little joke about she's that. She's Simon Cowling right there. I'm looking for that, you know? 
I usually um, I usually say don't judge me because I have a mentality of a man. You know, sometimes I just uh, like to be a hoe. You know, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Did you have a mentality of a moose? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm Canadian, so we love our moose. We put them on our money. Ah, uh, no wonder. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, no wonder. Yeah, that's the difference between Canadians and Americans. We don't kill our moose. Moose. <laughs> so that was I wrote that somewhere. That was uh, see I I write things. It's a well. Good thing I, I don't do comedy anymore because I write things, but I don't know what they say. Jokes. Well, well, yeah, and, and I don't know what they say by the time it comes to to say it. That sounds like comedy. But there was uh, there, there was something in here I did write because, uh, and, and I think you just answered it, Priya. Uh, you're from Canada because I was like, well, why are you so obsessed with Canada? And that that would be it. Were you stalking my Facebook page? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I am. I'm Canadian. I'm not native to the Bay Area. I, I'm a bit of a nomad, actually. Um, I uh, grew up in Canada, but my, my ancestry is Indian from uh, India, and I was born in Guyana, South America. And then my parents emigrated to Canada when I was two. Um, they thought it was pretty cool that you could get a, a suntan and a frostbite all on the same day. So, <laughs> yeah, they decided to emigrate to Canada and still there, and they're still there. You I left. You from, from South America. I mean, like, talk about culture shock. Talk exactly. About culture shock. Like, exactly. Let me tell you, I left Canada after about 20-something <laughs> years because we only have two seasons, July and road construction. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I yep. had enough of that. that. But. Oh, no, um, yeah, but, you know, I mean, people always get a little perplexed when I tell them I'm Canadian, you know, because they say I sound American. Speak I would have like said a, you were Native American. Then. Right. You just come out and said you were Canadian. Right. Based on your yeah. Voice, I said, uh, Native American. Yeah, they say I sound American, speak with a strange English. I think that's guy, he's a Canadian oh, lover. Right he was talking at Yeah, I think he likes Canadians. Um, <laughs> Is that your Uber? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I mean... Um, I'm Canadian, which means I swear like a sailor, but I'm nicer than a fucking saint. I hope that's okay to say on, on, on radio. But yeah, you know, my friends say, you know, I sound American. I speak with the strange English like the Brits and use just enough French that it's confusing for them. I don't really think that's confusing. As long as you say fuck pretty Yeah. But you know, I don't really think that's confusing. You know what's confusing? What's that? Trying to convert Celsius to Fahrenheit. Oh, yeah, right. Right? And pounds to dollars. I know, right? So I don't know if you have any other listeners that are from countries that use the metric system. If you do, they're going to get that joke. <laughs> well, how do you say the letter Z? That's the question I have for you. Z. See, that's crazy. Right, right. But uh, I mean, that's okay. Z. Yeah. Um, but you know what? How do you say? How do you say process? <laughs> I say process. process. Yeah, and process. how do you say? How do you say project? Project. Project. So okay, so it's a little different out there. Oh yeah, it's huh. a little different. We're out and about. Well, how do you say aluminium? I mean, al aluminum. Do you say it like the aluminium. Brits? Aluminium. Oh, no. You do yeah. that, too? Wow. Yeah. Fargo, yeah. I got to learn Canadian. Yeah. Wow. Right. I don't you know. Gotta learn, you got to learn Canadian of... if you want to get with a Canadian I love girl. Fargo. <laughs> Fargo's great. The TV show? Mm-hmm. It's from Canada, right? No, it's and not. That's but, that's a nice, oh. but that's a nice guess, though. Oh, tough. I like tough. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could confuse the Dakota accent as, oh, a, Dakota. as, a, as a Canadian accent. <laughs> they make you look like Canadian. But that might be that might be a little offensive to the Canadians. How about the movie Tusk? That was Canada, right? Tusk? I don't think I've even heard of Tusk. Uh, it's a, the, the movie, Kevin Smith made a movie where a serial killer turns people into walruses. Okay. Well, Kevin Smith is not Canadian, but you know Hollywood is infiltrated by Canadian? Canadians. No. 
Yeah. What the hell? Look, you gotta you gotta brush up on your your Canadian actor knowledge. I, I, res- I respect Canadians. Uh, I mean, well, I, except for Ted Cruz, we don't have any respect for Ted Cruz. He's no, no, he's, no. He, why, why, why no. you bring I him mean, up? The, he's you Canadian. Know. Canadian. Really? I like to say ignorance can be educated, but there's no cure for stupidity. Right. Because it's Canadian. Well, if y'all want to get into politics, I mean. Uh, what is this? When Biden, he said recently he wants to, uh, he's going to boost the middle class. I, I hope that means I'm middle class right now. Probably not. He, what do I, he says a lot of things. <laughs> Where's he boosting us to is what I'd like to I mean, know. You're going to get a boost? Yeah. He's going to give you know, me a booster seat. Get a booster. Is, that, is that like a booster <laughs> shot? Because, I mean, yeah, we definitely need that. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to read. Uh, like, you really got to. Read between the lines of these things, and sometimes it's hard. You gotta, you gotta listen to what these people say a lot more. Are you implicating that it's all hyperbole? That we're gonna cut child poverty in half. I'm like, no, you're not no. gonna do that by giving people $200 a month. No, yeah, that, that's not gonna happen. I mean, I'm yeah. not doing it, but. I mean, you know, okay, Biden, he's a little out there. But then that Andrew Yang guy, I'm glad we didn't go for him. Because I didn't think, I didn't think, I know too, uh, too much. I did, because these guys are the like, other options and then he started he seems afraid that robots are going to take over the world so that's why i'm like i'm glad we didn't choose that guy I thought he was from the beginning. okay yeah oh look I, I mean i don't really think things are so bad right now in the united states if you compare yourself to canada Really? I mean, we have a prime minister who is, you know... Um, he's handsome. He's handsome, but his level of weirdness is probably well above average, yeah, you know. Yeah. And we're just we're just cutting him up some slack because he was probably born on the highway where most accidents happen. You know? And, you know, up. Yeah, but then we have Doug Ford, who's the premier of Ontario. He's not just outwardly evil, so... But we have Doug Ford, who's who's the premier of Ontario. That's one of the you know most highly populated provinces mm-hmm. in the country, mm-hmm. and uh, you know his legacy is his uh, pot smoking brother who died, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's 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 driving the province into into the ground really. You know, he's not he's not giving enough funding to small businesses. They're opening and closing schools faster than a Google homepage. Uh, you know, they can't get enough vaccines out, you know, there it's, it's crazy. We're, yeah. I mean, it's really kind of making me embarrassed to be Canadian, Canadian right now. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. Cause I got, you know, I want to tell Doug to get his act together, get us back on the map where we belong. You know, I mean, they're making us look worse than India. I think. Yeah. Cause that's pretty bad if you had to come to California. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, that was just I'm, well, I'm all for bribery too. I'm like, people are like, you know, you're gonna. It, one thing like the vaccine thing, people are like, "Oh, you guys are doing anything they give you just for a vaccine." Like, sure. I mean, that's why I didn't get it right away. Um, I was like, "What do they got to offer me before I get it?" You know. <laughs> I, I mean. No, now they've got the million dollars. Right. Right. Yeah. I think, uh, in California, they are automatically. Yes. Well, how do they know who's how do they know who's been vaccinated? Are they are the CDC giving them that uh, that information or? Yeah, I mean, because I'm I'm already yeah. The deep I'm already vaccinated. Knows. I haven't gotten a gift card. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel like I was in any system, so I, I don't know. Well, my pharmacist is weird, so. You're in all kinds of. 
I am. Yeah, um, you're in a system. You know. Okay. They know. Okay. Yeah, that's they why. They know, especially about you. Well, that's that's one reason why. Like, I don't. I mean, I don't really have them any talent. You all are great. Priya, Hope, Alan, <laughs> great people. Like a lot of people I have on here are great. All I want is maybe a late night talk show. Um, daytime is even cool. I, I don't like mornings, but I'll do it. Uh, I mean, like on TV, only because I don't feel like I'm meant to be like working, working. I'm not. I get customers say I'm oh, a yes man. I don't feel like a yes man. I, 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 in fact, if you watch no my. No way, I've argued with you many times. Uh, yeah, within, yeah, the first m moments we met, we had some good arguments. See, so, uh, I mean, I, I don't, you know. You know, I was thrown off Facebook for the first, like, 90 days of this year. Wow, I've heard, I've heard, uh, I have a friend who's like, yeah, I have a friend who's constantly being banned from Facebook. How does that even happen? Three back-to-back 30-day suspension. Wow. Well, see, like, did they want to be, see, I don't like those kind of people that are, that are like, yeah, I got, Freaking Facebook. Yeah, they, they took me off again, but you could tell this person is actively trying. Like, I, I love the person that they just they just keep getting banned because they just mean themselves. Well, keep it up. You, I, had, um, I was telling somebody a story about... Um, oh, no. I put up a posting saying, um, I, got my I got my stimulus check. I bought it in the Bahamas. And my girlfriend says... Girl, I'm bringing the yacht. And uh. I said, we're rich, bitch. All Dave Chappelle, boom, 30 days. So you tell me whether that was... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, that's that, crazy. They're just that, standing there waiting like spider to pull me on there. That is crazy. I mean, isn't social media our new form of freedom of speech? I mean, no. What, you know? No, no, no. It, it's not, not that, they're right? They're so clear that we have so much power through social media. So you said Dave Chappelle. Just take that right away from me, just like that. Wow. I, well, you know, we'll just have to take it back to the streets like the good old days. <laughs> they, that's a, I think that's a Michigan thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 that's when they kidnap their, their politicians and all that. Um, I, think that I think your problem may be Wayne Brady um, because I've noticed that. I've experienced, I've had problems with Wayne Brady. Um, on his show, his game show, I said Dave Chappelle lines. And then I would say it lines that he said on the Dave Chappelle show. And I got the whole, like, I got threats. Um, and then, you know, I, obvi I obviously didn't win a prize because of that. Um, he's a very sensitive guy. the Dave Chappelle show rules before we started I mean... That's like the new Ten Commandments, the Dave Chappelle show. Dave Chappelle's the only one who speaks the truth. <laughs> I mean, Wayne Brady is a sensitive guy. I, I think, you know, he, he, when we don't see him a lot, he's in certain power positions. Like, he probably, uh, you're, he, he, he probably, he's probably the reason that person got sent to Facebook jail. Because of the Dave Chappelle show line. Wow, well, I haven't, I, 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 you know, knock on wood, I guess, I haven't been banned from Facebook yet because, you know, all I'm posting about is, is about being a middle-aged single mother, telling oh. tall tales about raising a six-year-old spawn of Satan. Yeah, they don't care about that. <laughs> Everybody's that. Everybody's a middle-aged single mother. They don't care about that stuff. <laughs> oh, she's single. <laughs> single and interviewing for boyfriends. So she's bring. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That's very kind. But I am interviewing for boyfriends, Luke. So let your let your oh, viewers wait, you... know. 
your listeners know they can bring a current pay stub in their favorite pair of gray sweatpants. Can you can you have uh, oh yeah, no, I, I, I know I about the gray sweatpants. <laughs> and can you have more kids? <laughs> no, my uterus stopped renting oh, a while high. ago. That's <laughs> high. You, just, you just fit my criteria then. That's that's. I'm the high. one and done. Because you know, because I. I like, that's that's what turns me on is, is when a woman can't have kids. Really, you get turned on by a middle-aged single mother who's hormonally challenged. That's, yes, that's what turns you on. So, wow. Okay. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, there's there's still the attraction, but you know, there's things that make someone more attractive. Like yeah. you can't have kids. Yes, that that is what's even more attractive. Like there could be someone attractive dating, and be like, ah, yeah, we date, but then. Like, if she seems really fertile, I get scared. You get scared. I get scared. Like, yeah. Like, that, that right. could be Well, it. these days, everybody should be scared of their fertility. I mean, we're watching this, yeah. you know, abortion rights be rolled back at such a pace that we can't, you know, we're getting whiplash by looking at which state is, um, you know, outdoing. I mean, Pennsylvania just wrote a law saying that they basically criminalized miscarriage. Like, that just happened in the last week. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's some pretty serious stuff. So I was surprised to see that. Well, I got to tell you, Luke, you know, I mean, generally, generally the, the egg doesn't chase the sperm, um, (laughs) but in, but in my case, I traded my halo for a one night stand with a bad boy who had a French accent and a massive throbbing vocabulary. So my ovaries were, were on the hunt. (laughs) And he killed your, your uterus? That's what what happened? I just, yeah, I just stopped renting my uterus out that you get to, you know, women get to a certain age where it's just not, you know. There's Wait, no, you're there's, not, you're not, it's not a viable, it's not a viable living environment. <laughs> well, there's no way you're that old. I, I'm, I'm 51, Luke. I'm 51. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm 61. Oh, look at you. Look at Hope. Hope is gorgeous, too. No way. I did not, I didn't yeah. know that. That's pretty hot. That's what I think. I think aging is in our favor now, uh, Hope, you know, yeah. because men, men at a certain age, you know, they're, they're losing, they're losing their looks. Um, more rapidly, and hey. we're losing ours uh, less. No, no, Alan's pretty handy. Pretty slowly, so so you know it's balancing out for us. I think it's uh, it's working in our favor. Well, well Alan's I mean, got I mean, it. Yeah. Living a clean life for a lot of years, it starts to count at, a, at the you know in your fifties and sixties and stuff. Like if you have if you're right. still partying and doing drugs and drinking like a madman and yeah. not getting sleep and not exercising all that, you can be pain. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I those mean, those of us who have that yeah. I mean, a hot night for me is Netflix and in bed by nine, right? <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm good with that. <laughs> huh. You can handle that, Luke. I think we have some interest going on here. <laughs> There's a little spark here. Oh, I just uh, just turned 40 in April. Oh, your prime catch. You're good. You're good. You're good for the older ladies, you know? Oh, you older ladies. I mean, because, you know, that is when you see also, when you, when you said you're you're fifty something, you definitely don't look it. That's Thank why you. I, I I was kind of interested at first when you said the uterus thing, and then you said your age, and that that backs it up. Because some I, some women they will they will tell me oh they're fixed, and, and I just don't believe them. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then when, well, I can certainly show you my uh, driver's license. I mean. Why? Why would I make up being well, no. fifty? Why would I make up being older? Right? <laughs> no, no. With the younger, the, right. I, I don't believe the younger ones. But the, f- the fifty, it's like, all right, I know science. Right. I, yeah. I, I, that. You know. I know about that kind of science. Yeah. I, I, I've been around to know that. Kind I mean, of I'm at an age where you know, I'm like, you know, I just don't care. That's that's right? beautiful. You just gotta, you just gotta put it out there and let I, it go. I don't, I don't really. 
right, yeah. No, I'm, I'm holding out for a dating app for the undateable. That's where I'm at at this point. Pretty much all I know. Uh, let me tell you, the guys that, that end up liking me on the dating apps looks like they look like they just came off a sex offender's it's, registry. It's like every person you would never give access to yourself to is you know, that's who suddenly has access right. to you. I'm glad I could be so hot these days because, I mean, all I women do is women will show me their options. And I'm like, damn. Show you their options? Will, what, is, what does that mean? On, on, the, on the dating sites, I will say, see, these are the guys that I, I have to choose from. I'm like... Damn, I never even really. I don't have a big ego. I didn't realize I was so hot. <laughs> um, You're a marketable commodity. That's that's amazing. Like, I'm, I'm I just got to keep it up. Like Alan here, he's he, he's got the grays, but he manages it. I got to learn how to manage it. Manages it. When when I shave, I count to five. You know, and I'm like, ah, it wasn't so well. Five, I count to five again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to be like how they say women are in the bathroom now. I'm taking like twenty. Well, you know, minutes. I gotta tell you, Luke. Most of the guys that that like me online, you know, they say they want a woman who's smart, sexy. Yeah, smart and sexy. Independent. Like I'm not funny. Right. You know. No. What I don't I, understand I, is when are they gonna realize that those kind of demands need to come with a big dick and good credit? You know. I mean, you just can't make those kind of those kind of requests anymore. I got good, I got good credit. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got good credit. Well, we can make an exception then, you know. I because mean, I, I just never did much. I think I got good credit. I mean, I, see, I got a creditors after me, but 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 no, but that they're not asking for me. See, someone else has my phone number. I guess I don't know how that happened. I got a new phone. Uh, well, it was years back, but I got the phone new, and it was a new number. But still, someone someone else has the same number because I will go to CVS and put my number in and it gives a different number wow but if I put my home number it's a dead guy so I yeah. don't know so maybe you should pretend to be that guy if he's got good credit that could, that might help you I out. mean yeah well no no because he owes he has college loans and all oh, that oh okay uh, yeah that's not going to work right, in your I favor. should keep your credit score to yourself <laughs> okay I, am, I see all those free things all the time well, yeah well if you have to tempt them with your credit score they probably one thing I oh yeah actually uh, when it comes to the, the whole uterus thing you know uh, is it wrong like when I, I tell women it, they, when they can't have kids it's a blessing the what? Uh, when women can't have kids I say it's a blessing oh. is, is that like rude because I get the wrong yeah, impression you probably should just mind your I think that you know it's a sensitive issue. I think you gotta yeah. you know you have to feel out the situation. There's right? some general I mean, rules like you don't talk about somebody's reproduction. You don't talk about their pregnancy. You don't hmm. talk about their looks. Just, don't talk about their weight. Yeah. Yeah, I guess because if a guy is just if a guy's infertile, that means we can't get it up. That, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I would love a congratulations if I'm infertile. <laughs> I, I, I would love it. <laughs> you know, I mean, the lucky thing for guys is that you know it's 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 your sperm can live on for many years. Wow. I mean, you know, our the former prime minister, one of the former prime ministers of Canada, Premier Pierre Trudeau, who is one of the, you know, who is instrumental for the, um, in in uh, getting Canada to separate from the um, United Kingdom, you know, fathered his last child at the age of 70. Right. So, um, yeah. you know, you... 
You guys, uh, you know, it's all in your hands at some point. I'd yeah. rather be sick okay. to an aunt Hill than a parent of, you know, who gave birth to a child of 70, so you have, you have that. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I don't. I think you should have children when you're really young, so you're still dumb enough not to know what you have I done. Yeah, that's what yeah. kind of what I did too. You know, it's like uh, gotta get them because once you uh, raise a kid, you don't want to do it anymore. It's like that was a lot of work. I feel you. It's, it's an incredible responsibility. And so yeah, you don't want to, uh, you know, don't want to do it when you're old. I you joined the party, I think, too late, but I, I I'm enjoying the journey. Wow, four. See, I don't mind kids that aren't mine. Do your chores. Yeah. If they're not mine, I, I mean, I just don't want to. I, I just don't want to make a brand new person in the world. There's nothing wrong. With and, and also, like, I'm, I'm very for women. I support women, and so, like, I don't want to put a woman through that kind of pain. Because women, you know, it, it, it's gotta hurt. Well, it's also pretty magical. It is. Yeah. Really, it's not I mean, really your purview. It's the woman's purview. Mm. I mean, labor is just one part. Magical. It's like the most spiritual thing that'll ever happen to you. So right. it's not just. Well, my mom said I just slid out. Oh, God bless. Yeah, so. My little spawn of Satan took 21 hours to come out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know what you're in for. You know what? I don't get the whole, uh, about sexism, I think. Yeah, it's really, like, that's why I listen when I say something. I listen when we, because, you know, it's what we should do. Um, but the, the dad bod thing, I don't think that is sexist. Isn't that just a middle-aged man bod? Because when people say, uh, what, what mom bod, it's an actual mom and that means you, you you know your body had to get a little messed up from having kids like a dad bod is like it, it, i feel like they're just throwing that word around i think that it's all just a better crop of bullshit and if we would all just stop worrying about like what we do and don't have and whether your stomach is wrinkly or sticks out or has stretch marks after a baby yeah. or whether a man's design so that that message was my mom chiming in she actually said i took an hour uh, <laughs> and then another message uh, about Canada from uh, a listener. Uh, giving a shout out to uh, Pamela Anderson, Will Arnett. Actually, All right, Will Arnett. Uh, God, Will Arnett, he actually yeah, sucks. Sexy hot. Um, he, yeah, he sucks. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, yep. Justin Bieber, yep. who is now, uh, I, I, I think Elliot uh, Page is looking a lot like Justin yeah looking a lot like Justin Bieber as a as a young Justin Bieber Nev Campbell Jim Carrey and Tommy Chong but Will Arnett he sucks I mean there's 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 so many more you know the Ryans Avril Lavigne yeah right Avril Lavigne there's tons yeah Gordon Lightfoot yep David Foster I mean we could keep going this could be the Canadian radio show well Will Arnett he gonged my friend Danny Decky do you listen to his podcast? He's a comedian. Yeah, I was on that show a few times. Uh, um, Smart, uh, Smartless? Oh, not that one. Yeah, he's uh, got a new one with um, Justin Bateman and Sean Hayes uh, oh, okay. and himself, and it's it's great. Wait, uh, we talk. I will learn it. Oh, no, he yeah. sucks. Um, <laughs> he, he gonged my friend, who had very much talent. Uh, he had spoons, and he makes musical instruments on his body with him, and then he gonged him like... And, and then the worst thing is Will and I took the spoons and couldn't do it. He was he was mocking him, telling him, oh, you know, I, anyone could do that, and he couldn't do it. But every time you see a Reese's Pieces commercial, don't you just want to go out and buy one because he's the voice behind the commercial? He, that ruined it, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> if he didn't ruin it for me. <laughs> that ruined it for you? Yeah. Oh, that that man. whole thing, you know, I... You I'm ready to invest in Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, they are tasty. They used to have I mean, a... Canadians love him, love his voice. And I mean, he's just... They used to have an... He's amazing. They used to have an alien on the commercial, right, uh, Reese's? Well, I've seen the new ones. It's mm. uh, where they've, you know, combined peanut butter with other flavors, and he does those commercials, and... Oh. Well, you yeah. gotta be careful who you idolize because you know, they'll end up like Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, you know, he was a married well, dad. Well, that's true. That's true. I don't know. Will Arnett's got a bunch of kids, so he might be. He might not be. He might not be quite at that level. <laughs> yeah, he stays at the bottom, except for Canada. <laughs> so, uh, you two want to sing some yeah, songs here? Music. You want you want to hear some of their songs? Absolutely. All right, yeah. let's get into it. So we decided to bring um, um, pretty much the um, original songs that we've written. Uh, we spent the year of COVID, we wrote about 15 songs in the last year because we just uh, hunkered down in our pod and stayed safe and stayed away from people and we're both songwriters so we just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote, wrote. So, so most of these are songs that we wrote in the last year, although one of them is a root song called Hog Eye Man. It, no. Who doesn't want to do a song called Hog Eye Man? Hog Eye Man, that's from Hog Mississippi, so yeah, we didn't write that. So this first song is called I Don't Pray Now. I used to.
used to those called I don't pray. Those called I don't pray now. I used to live a pretty spiritual life. I did a lot of meditation, went to meditation centers, went on retreats, did all those things, crystal balls and ayahuasca ceremonies and all that crazy stuff. And I'm not saying that I, 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 it was a mistake, but I found that my spirituality has a lot more to do with what's going on in here than anything I do out there with others. So I don't pray now. <laughs> So I'm supposing you're talking about uh, the Christianity and all like Catholicism. Well, we could, if you want, we could close that. Um, you're, yeah. Okay, you're the stars here. Well, we just can't hear you. <laughs> we want to answer. Yeah, I don't think anyone's coming in here. Um, I suppose you're talking about um, the good Lord made you change your ways, huh? They can knock on the door and they can come in. Yeah, you just, you uh, just you rock harder. Yeah. Me, I, I mean, Yeah, it's okay. I believe as long as you have a good heart. You're supposed to evolve. We're supposed to change. We're supposed to, you know, bring things in and let things go. This is the evolution of us. You know, there's a much more into it. I feel okay about it. I, yeah, I mean, I, as, as long as you have a good heart, you'll get there. Uh, you'll get to where you're supposed to. I don't think God would. Alan's uh, trying to chime in there. I, I, you, you, um, you, didn't, you didn't stop the faith. Uh, I don't have anything brilliant to say about um, God. God is, because God is brilliant. I have to say Christ. There you go. Represent. Represent Christ. Okay. Yeah, this is, this is about staying home, pretty much, and getting out of traffic. Man, the traffic is really starting to come back, though. That's the disappointing thing. I kind of miss that pandemic traffic. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I want to get Dr. Fossey on the show, or I want to contact him and tell him just... Just don't close everything down, but make people a little afraid again. You know, it's yeah, right. getting crazy <laughs> out so there. So they stay home. You know? Yeah. Um, people found out um, that they could work from home. I think that's something that's never going to go back to normal. Stay inside, and I'll go outside. So anyway, this song's called Looks Like Stars. trucks and big old buses and way down here wondering what the rush is I want to go back to my place on the hill Romeo on a billboard I can't see what he's even there for a blood orange moon below in the atmosphere and it looks like stars you know I'm gonna stay Looking down the city lines Like looking at the Milky Way And it looks like stars You know I'm gonna stay Looking down the city lines Like looking at the Milky Way
When I'm above the stars feeling sad Think of an old friend who's gone bad I don't think I'm ever gonna leave again Gotta get back down among the masses Someday when this all passes Until then gonna stay right here on the hill And it looks like stars you know I'm gonna stay Looking down at city lights Like looking at the Milky Way And it looks like stars You know I'm gonna stay Looking down at city lights Like looking at the Milky Way Yeah, you know I'm gonna stay Looking down at city lights Like looking at the Milky Way songs in um you know we we played bj thomas at the beginning yeah. you know who he is all right so, you know who he is He's, yeah, uh, we know his whole repertoire we we do a bj thomas sets <laughs> uh really oh okay well, we can't do any right now dang I, if i were well anyway if i would have asked you ahead of time yeah um, I mean, well he, he passed away He's, oh okay he's dead That's when my mom messaged me in uh, <laughs> teardrops. Uh, uh, and was that? I think that was a teardrop song, though, too. Um, he passed away. Great guy. Uh, I kind of met him. It was an invisible high five. But wow. uh, but I saw no. I saw him at the San Mateo County Fair. Oh, cool. Along with Johnny Cash. No, not the wow. same day, but. Wow. Oh my God. And. Um, That's a great thing at the county fair. See, yeah, I mean, just. To, just to see those people back in the day. I mean, I feel like that's why I'm so, uh, it hits me when festivals and fairs can't, uh, perform, uh, can't exist because that's how these people exist. Some people take it lightly, but I feel like history is uh, being erased with new people. You know, when we can't have hit festivals and fairs, those are the kind of people that go festivals and fairs, except for local people, which is great. I mean, uh, even if cover bands come out, it's like, all right, we're giving them a chance. Uh, that's great. Uh, but the the old school people, I mean, because the people that they're covering can't come out during this time. And, and that, that's that's what sucks. We're, yeah, we're lo losing all these people. I mean, I, I hope I can see Eric Burden one more time. Huh. The Animals, yeah, cool. Peter Noon, Herman's Hermits. Yeah, I'm, I mean, if so, if they could do it right, uh, yeah, yeah, no, not at risk. I don't, yeah, I don't want to see them die because they performed uh, a pandemic. I mean, if they could, I don't even care if they're further away, like Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, no more bands. Oh man, they're a little further away. It is actually, yeah, looks like it's a so. Wow, I lost my chance to play at the Santa Cruz Beach Board. You guys have it. So that's why I hope there's, yeah, more. That's my uh, dream. Because I, I, 
I feel like the new people suck. When I mean new people, not not you. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, you y'all got that. We're new. Well, it's We're a new old it's a feel though. It's a feel. Uh huh. Like the music is a feel versus these people I see c- coming out on like the, 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 the that are on the whether that just sprouting up on the sound clouds or the Spotify's. I mean, like, right? Nah, nah. You've been watching American Idol lately? Yeah, not a, it was, I think the last one something was not up there. <laughs> it was the very last one, and I think Face Palm was a expression I gave. I, I was just surprised I could find Channel Two. And then once I did, I, I sent some face palms out. Uh, <laughs> it's super crazy right now because like most of the small venues have had to like go belly up and like, yeah. manage to stay afloat. You know, we're we're gigging a little. And, like this coming weekend, we'll be at the Miwa Beer Room up in Isles. It's a little teeny town out on the Delta. You know, they have this really hot little venue that still styles from the '60s. Mm. So we're it's really drawing really out. Going out there. And we played last week and we're playing this weekend, but. It's it's hard even for comedy, you know. I mean, venues are closing, and you know, where can yeah. you go? Where, you know, people are trying to do these pop up shows in different places, and and trying to be creative. But I mean, we need arts and entertainment. If there's any moment in time that we needed it more, it's right now. Yeah, that's why we live stream too. The entire pandemic for for more than a year, we've been live streaming every Sunday. Fiftieth fiftieth show. We're gonna need it to get people to to get back into that you know normal mode. You're gonna need something to motivate them, right? And it's music, it's arts, it's theater, it's film, it's it's all of that stuff. That's what, yeah, it's comedy. It's so what this, gets us brings, excited, right? So this, all right, this brings you in, Priya, uh, gearing towards that next song y'all gonna sing. Uh, uh, so yeah, one reason I was like, nah, I don't even know what to say on stage anymore. Um, and people are like, who cares what people think? Um, it's just the vibe, though. There wasn't, you know, there's, I, I, there's, you don't care what people think, but then there's the vibe that's like, uh, the cancel culture. Even Seth Rogen, uh, it, I don't even think he's ever, like, he's considered a comic. Uh, I don't think, I got a YouTube if there's even a bit of him out there. But he said recently, he's yeah, you know, if people are saying bad stuff, cancel them. I'm like, ooh, that's. Did, did he lose a spine there? Yeah. Uh, because. Know, you know, because things, uh, are, things have gotten pretty crazy out there. There's plenty of behavior that I'd say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so there should. I, I was, it's always a discussion in comedy, you know, especially when, uh, you know, I, I produce shows and I. I get uh, offered to be on shows and stuff, and I've always got to ask, what it, you know, do you want clean comedy? Is there any, is there any restrictions, right? Because, I mean, comedy is basically freedom of speech, in my opinion. Yeah. And and if you're gonna, you know, restrict what we can say, then it's not really comedy. Comedy is about, you know, it's about making people laugh. But you know, as a, as a, I think as a comedian, most comedians want to be at the point where their their comedy also has a message, right? And sometimes that message isn't going to drive isn't going to drive with the proper popular culture, but it's not meant to. It's me- it's it's meant to put it out there and, and get people thinking. Yeah. Right? But if you're going to hold back what we can say, then um, you know you're re- you're restricting an artist to be an artist. It's the same thing with music. Yeah. I mean, we 
See, I haven't noticed this with the musicians. Only one guy, and then I realized no one liked him either. Uh, <laughs> I, get, I guess that he just has some power because he can get people booked. No one liked him. Um, but comedians, yeah, it's like, when, when, when did it become to where there's like, uh, is this a mostly out here thing? Uh, I think it's all did, did over. Did you start comedy? I, I've only started, I started comedy last year during the pandemic okay. as a way to so, save so my that, sanity. So you know what's like out here. <laughs> you know, I was stuck at home all day, every day with a six-year-old child. And, um, you know, I was going to need bail money if I didn't come up you with some way to handle it. It's it was really it's been really really hard. Yeah, it's been really really hard, and and you know I had to find a way to not project all my fears and angst, anxiety, and everything onto my kid, and and some and find some way to maintain my individuality through this whole thing. And um, my friends started doing these virtual open mics, and I thought if there's any moment. My friend Corinne Ritchie, who is the founder of mm-hmm. Plathos, okay. uh, Plathos, K A R K A R I N. Yeah, she's okay. the founder of yeah. Plathos Productions, which is a grassroots theater production company in the East Bay. Uh, we believe in promoting diversity in art and entertainment. Uh, we believe everybody has something to say, something to sing, and uh, we believe theater should be affordable, accessible, and represent community. Like this place. Like yeah. this place. Yeah. yeah. And she started doing these virtual open mics, and people have always told me, because I act too on the side, and people have always told me I'm very comedic, and I thought, well, if there's any moment in time that I can try comedy without having my ego be too badly bruised, it's now. And I started doing uh, comedy on Zoom. That is and, so, um, yeah, I mean... I never had any I, intentions of being funny, but here I am doing my very first radio show at Mutiny Radio, so... You just gotta... Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Somehow people yeah. laugh, like, and when I was doing comedy and people were laughing, I was like, fuck, this is funny. <laughs> well, at least, you know, you're in a generation where, as a female, you can go out and do comedy, because there was this whole, absolutely, you know, yeah. misconception for, like, a, certainly all my adult life, like, women aren't. Yeah. Right, and, and yeah. I mean, there's still some misogyny that goes on in comedy. I oh, see yeah, it, you know, and it's, so, it, yeah. it's, it's, um, it's terrible, but, you know, I, I think that there are a lot of strong female comedians out there that are role models, and even just here in San Francisco, I see some really tremendously talented female comedians that I think, wow, I, yeah, you know, I, I follow them, I like them, and it's just, uh, it's just changed the way uh, you look at comedy. I think, you know, previously you just thought of comedies as the big names. You know, going to see a Richard Gallagher Pryor show. Or, yeah. yeah, going to see a George Carlin show. But, you know, what I've learned is that uh, comedy is everywhere and comedy is for everyone, you know? So, um, you know, yeah, actually, you know what? You might have more power as a woman. Uh, wow, I didn't shave right. Uh, I, because I, uh, I just realized, as, because uh, I was talking about the cancel culture and I'm, I'm talking about groups uh within the comedy circle like uh it, 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 they, they just out people uh yeah, oh don't don't have anything to do with this person and, and groups online which is funny they also uh talk about how online is terrible yet they create groups online to bash people and imagine them bashing a a woman oh yeah that's that's the that's the power there at least 
At least that's a good thing. I mean, because I couldn't see them shutting down a woman's voice. And if someone doesn't interject and be like, hey, man, you, you let a woman have a voice. If, if someone doesn't say that, then uh, it's going to be an uproar. Yeah, sometimes so, I have to yeah. put my crown on just to remind them who they're dealing with, you know? <laughs> that, that's, that's been an issue. The, the groups, though, the, the com- comedy, like, they, they, they're like social activists now. Yeah, that's what it kind of killed. In a, in a way, it is. You know, I mean, you know, we're not just doing. You're not just doing comedy at comedy clubs anymore. You're doing comedy on the street. You're doing comedy. You're doing pop-up shows. You're doing fundraisers. Um, it's it's a way to bring people together. It's a way to create a community. It's a way to, um, and that's what it's felt like for me. I mean, I've only been in the Bay Area for about five years now, and it's been a struggle to find my tribe. You know, my son and I, and, and comedy has been the the first. Thing I've found that's the closest to a community where I feel like I belong, you know, where you can be wow. your most authentic self. And wow, that's um, so cute. That's like, that's like me when I, <laughs> when I thought that way. You know, the, when you used to think that so, way before you got jaded. Um, <laughs> so should we play some music? Yeah, I think we could. So I, I, if they have it this year, uh, they, they should. I suppose I suggest you go to Comedy Day. Comedy Day, yeah, uh, here in San Francisco. You've been there. I've heard of it. I don't know if they're having it. I think last year they did it virtually, I hope right? They do, gosh, because I love going backstage. I think before everything is really, where we, where we I don't can even want to be close to people really, unless I choose to. Anyway, for me, I love consent too. Uh, I, I, hey, I think consent is hot in general. Like a woman consents, that's the only way I'll be like, really, you consent? That's my fetish is consent. I'm like, thank you. Wow. You get the green light and, yeah, that, I'm and so that gets honored. your heart on? <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, but yeah, just the consent is what does it. Um, without that, I'm like, uh, but uh, even for me, like, well, I don't want to say it, but I like a little distance. I like a little distance with people. That's not why I put y'all out. I just thought you two would enjoy the stage. I think uh, it's, you know, I, I would have to, I'd have to challenge that statement, Luke. I think, um, because I think it's a cultural thing, you know, here in the, I've, I've had the opportunity to live in different parts of the world. I've lived in Brazil for 13 years and um, that's the opposite. Hmm. They want to be around people. You want to be around people because you're living in these high density cities. I lived in Sao Paulo for more than seven years and, you know, that, that was a city of, uh, um, a small city of 16 million people, you know, oh, there. <laughs> um, and you're on top of each other and, and you want to be around yeah. people. So I can't imagine what this pandemic is doing for them. Um, you know, they can't, they didn't get to have carnival, which is such a huge part of the Brazilian culture, 200,000 people descending on Rio and, and the Northeast of Brazil celebrating, having fun and enjoying life. And they didn't get to do that. Um, you know, people can't even go out to the beach. If you live in Rio de Janeiro, the beach is part of your life, right? Everything gets decided at the beach. You know, you've got a life problem. You go down to the beach, have a coconut water and walk it out and yeah, <laughs> come right. up with a solution, yeah. right? But here in the United States, we're a very individualistic culture. And so we're more used to being um, not as close as in other parts of the world. I got things to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, what's this long conversation for? <laughs> or... You're getting kind of close, bro. <laughs> or, or, or time to go. She's getting kind of close. What's going on here? Parking meters up. I gotta go. It is interesting when you're in other countries the the, uh, the comfort of like how how close you are to people and like how long you prolong eye contact and that. that absolutely. I mean, it was hard when I first got there. Pretty clear boundary. Like, yeah, we absolutely, 
Absolutely. I, I mean, when I first moved to Brazil, it was hard for me because I was living in the um, on the East Coast in the U.S. and 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 I went there with that very North American mentality of you know this is my space, my personal space. But it rapidly changed because that's not I wasn't going to be able to integrate into that society if I didn't learn to to to, to bring down those boundaries. You know. Yeah. Let's uh, to one more song here. Okay, so we're gonna do a funny little quirky song. It's gonna be funny. Oh, okay. Well, this is the Hog Eye song, man. This is uh, from Mississippi, and I don't know what else to say about it. But it is a strange song, indeed. One, two, come on in. Oh, we have a visitor. Oh, no, this is actually Pam right here. Uh, Pam oh, Benjamin. The famous Pam. She's going to be performing with Priya, or, yeah. One, two. room as big as any pumpkin roll the boat ashore and a hog eye pretty little girl and a hog eye man I dreamt a dream the other night though it was a joy one I dreamt I had a brand new coat made out of daddy's old one roll the boat ashore and a hog eye pretty little girl and a hog eye man Show and a hog eye, 